scale and Mises points this out and <coughs> But I have a very important point to add to all the good things what Mises has said. They are all good points. I don't quarrel with any one of them. But I think what Mises doesn't say is just as important. And in fact, it is probably the most important aspect of this whole complex, compl uh, complexum of questions about gold and uh, the role of gold and <clears throat> trying to fix the value of gold, which is a stupid idea in the first place because gold is, the value of gold is fixed by definition. An ounce of gold is an, an ounce of gold. The value of an ounce of gold is an ounce of gold. It's like talking about the length of a measuring rod and try to redefine it. Well, it can't, because that's the unit. That's the accepted unit. So you cannot just say that you can reduce it to something else. Now, what Mises doesn't say, and I want it to be said, and I want all of you to see this, is that gold is the only ultimate extinguisher of that. And this is a very important point, and it's missed by most observers and analysts. Now here's the thing. We are all familiar with the process of repaying a loan, because in our own experience probably it happened. And it's always a happy occasion when the last mortgage payment is sent to the bank and then the mortgage can be torn up and you, are, you own your home free and clear. We all know the feeling and you might say, okay, the ultimate, uh, the mortgage has been extinguished ultimately. There's no more, period, no more. Now, yes, as far as you are concerned, the loan, has, the mortgage has been repaid. But that's not the end of the story. The story is that you drew a check on a bank where you had a positive balance and repaid the creditor and the mortgage as far as the debt, as far as you are concerned, is extinguished. But from the point of view of the total debt, it hasn't been extinguished for the good reason that you have just transferred your debt to the bank. And this was accepted by the creditor, so you are out of it. You are happy. But it didn't end the story there, because then the bank has to do something. The bank acquired a liability, and it has to do something about it. And what it could do, there are several things it could do, but more often than not, it is just passing the buck 
So the bank, individual bank, will draw a check on the Federal Reserve Bank, or in another country it's the Central Bank, uh, and uh, um, and and then another step of this that liquidation is happening but it's still not the end of the story because then the fed had acquired a liability which it has to do something with and what it happens to make the long story short is that the debt is being kicked upstairs in stages you kicked it upstairs to the bank's level. The bank kicks it upstairs to the Fed's level. And the Fed kicks it upstairs to the uh, level of the government's own balance sheet, or the US Treasury's own balance sheet. So in a way, in a very real sense, uh, the US Treasury, or its balance sheet, is, bo is being used as a garbage dump, a garbage heap. All the debt, good and bad. Now in this case it was a good debt because you paid your mortgage. But in many cases it could be a bad debt. It could be what they call toxic sludge. Or uh, there are lots of uh, examples of bad debt as you know in the last uh, great financial crisis of 2008-2009 and it looks that they have solved the problem. Well, they haven't. They just kicked the garbage upstairs to the, uh, to the uh, balance sheet of uh, the U.S. Treasury. I go further. The bad debt in Greece has been kicked up to the level of the Central Bank of Greece. And it kept accumulating there, nobody paid too much attention, until all of a sudden there was just too much debt in that balance sheet of the Greek uh, Central Bank. And then there was a problem, what they call the uh, the uh, sovereign debt problem. Now how come there was no sovereign debt problem before and all of a sudden it was a big problem and it threatened Greece, it threatened labor peace in Greece, it threatened the uh, European monetary system, the very survival of the euro. And sooner or later it will threaten the U.S. Treasury also because, sure, the, the Central Bank of Greece does have assets, foreign exchange reserves, and most of them are in the form of U.S. Treasuries. So you see, this is the, uh, the scenario. The bad debt doesn't even stop at the level of the central bank because it can be kicked further upstairs all the way to the U.S. Treasury. So that is the problem with 
the international monetary system as it stands today in 1971 through the decision of President Nixon and cheered on by Milton Friedman. The decision was made at the very highest level to phase gold out completely from the international monetary system and <clears throat> install the new king, which is the paper dollar, the irredeemable paper dollar, which can, as they hoped, as, uh, extinguish all that. It can act as the ultimate extinguisher of that which previously was the privilege of gold, and only gold. And they believed and they uh, advertised that the dollar is fully capable of doing the job what gold has been doing for thousands of years, to play the role of the ultimate extinguisher of that in the world. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was a mistake. And the uh, recognition that it was a mistake came too late when it was already, the cancer was already uh, spreading and the, that tower has grown inordinately <laughs> it could no longer be controlled. If they had studied the problem properly, as they should have in 1971 or the few years following 1971, if scholars were called together and given the task of having a thorough debate, what are the consequences of this? demonetization of gold, as the word was introduced, demonetizing gold. What are the consequences? It's an earth-shaking step, because for thousands of years, gold has been used, along with silver, as the ultimate extinguisher of that. And all of a sudden, they said, no paper can do it. Can it? Nobody asked the question. They just assumed that that's obvious that it can. After all, the stamp of the U.S. Treasury is on the paper, so how can it fail? And well, it did fail, and we are still suffering from it. The U.S. dollar or any other paper currency, be it the euro or the Japanese yen, or any other, the Swiss franc for that matter, any other paper currency fails because it can only shift indebtedness, but it cannot extinguish it. But when you pay in gold or gold coin, then that is extinguished on the spot, and the total that in the world is being reduced by that amount. 
So as long as gold circulates, there is elimination of that. There is control. That cannot grow beyond a certain limit because then gold will uh, step in and the circulation of gold will contribute to the elimination of that, especially bad debt, you see, because this is the problem, that the bad debt accumulates, and this has a limit, just like I very often use the uh, analogy with radioactive material. Now, you can uh, accumulate radioactive material in a chamber. You can add to it, nothing happens. Add more to it, nothing happens. So you make the conclusion, well, we just go on forever, nothing ever will happen. And this is in complete ignorance of the fact that there is such a thing as critical mass, as far as radioactive material is concerned. Another word is threshold. If the threshold is exceeded, and you may not even know where this threshold is, but you should remember that there is a threshold somewhere, there is a critical mass, and if you exceed this, then it's a trigger, triggering a chain reaction, and an atomic explosion follows, could be extremely destructive, as most often it is. Of course, we know that it can be controlled, but when nobody expects this to happen, and they just keep adding bad debt after bad debt, more bad debt, another quantitative easing, and this and that and that, then the critical mass will be exceeded at one point, and then chain reaction starts and there is a, a devastation. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, in the future, it's, it's coming. It's coming, it's going to happen. We don't know when, we don't know how to calculate the exact time, but we know it is going to happen and happen probably sooner than later because we have these signs, the great financial crisis uh, which cast in the shadow uh, ahead, uh, and then we have other signs, uh, hiccups in the uh, delivery in the gold futures markets and other sporadic signs here and there. If you put together that you see that the situation is getting worse rather than getting better. There is, There are no forces acting in the world which would delay this bad moment when the uh, critical mass of bad debt is reached. So uh, this is my bit of wisdom which I would like to add to the wisdom of Mises, that the uh, importance of gold, gold money, and especially gold coins, is 
that they can serve as the ultimate extinguisher of that, and they can keep the that tower under control. If the, uh, that starts accumulating, it will never run away as it seems to be doing right now. The, because you have to add the derivative tower and uh, many other things, in spite of those economists who say, oh no, no, you don't, because that's double, that would be double counting. Well, a proper analysis will show that there is either no double counting, or if there is any, it's much less important than they pretend. So there is this uh, that tower which keeps growing. And uh, therefore we are facing a grave danger. And uh, this is, uh, this is uh, very tragic because we have science, especially uh, physical sciences, chemi uh, chemical sciences, and so on, which uh, are, have reached a stage which they haven't reached before. We really have accumulated a body of knowledge in these sciences which we can be very proud of and it can help us in, in various situations. But when it comes to economics, it's like the dark ages. It's like uh, the Stone Ages. We are back at the Stone Ages because of the stupidity. And not only that, but there is this other thing that in uh, economic science there is an incestuous incestuous <laughs> that means inbreeding which of course when it comes to humans it's a, a sin it's uh, coming from incest incest between creating money on the one hand and through a monopoly. So there's a monopoly of money creation, which is bad enough. But what it makes a thousand times worse is that there is also a monopoly of research on money, monetary economics, the double monopoly. It's all invested in the Federal Reserve. Not only they control single-handedly the creation of money, but they also control whatever can be researched and what cannot be. And they flatly refuse to entertain any kind of research, give it official status, where the question of the role of gold in the monetary system is concerned. Because it's superstition, it's per se, it's finished. We are now at the enlightened stage where we have paper money and we can fine tune and uh, we can, uh, uh, what's the other word, fine tune or micro micromanage. <laughs> micromanage. micromanage the money supply, 
and this is science. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's no science whatsoever. It's the worst kind of superstition we ever had since they were burning witches at the stake. You know, it, it's just incredible. That's the way it is. And uh, because of this incestuous relation between monopoly of creating money, monopoly of controlling uh, research on money, we are, are in this situation that we are facing uh, uh, an incredible uh, problem uh, threatening with the devastation of the world economy because the death tower is just keeps growing and it's bound to collapse and bury society and most people are not even suspecting the danger. They just assume that yesterday we had something to eat and we had fun and this and that and that. So tomorrow we'll have it again because that will be just another day, the same as yesterday. Well, it won't be because when the that tower collapses, this is going to be so devastating that it will eclipse the whatever memories we have of the 1930s, the Great Depression at that time. Well, I, I think I've finished and then okay. you can have questions or you can call the break. The break. Okay. Unless there are any immediate questions that need answering, I think we'll break for uh, 15 minutes and then uh, come back for questions. Okay, so